0: Ho <laughs> it's time for Santa's favorite kind of
1: wagertainment, The Daily Tip. On my nice list, it's Michael Jenkins. Santa!
3: Yeah. Ah! Oh
1: my god! And getting her a lump of coal, Chelsea Messenger. Ho
0: ho ho, And I can't forget our reindeer, the Donkster. Here on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM. Let's go, nobody! Woo! That's what I'm talking about. That's our guy, David Dykstra. Today, the champion presented by BetMGM. Great to have you with us on a Tuesday, December 19th. I can't believe it. I'm Michael Jenkins, live in the nation's capital. She is Chelsea Messenger, live in Nashville, Tennessee. Coming up in our final hour, the games we like and the games yeah, that are a little mid as we take an early look at Week 16 in the National Football League. Then we bring in someone who gives us the gift of his betting card this Tuesday. BetQL's PJ Glasser will be along at 8.20 and finally at 8.45. Someone who plans on showing up at the door of Aaron Hawksworth with nothing but a bow on. I'm talking about the Dongster. Boy, the Dongster paid Aaron a compliment yesterday, and she fired it right back. That's a budding romance here at the network. I don't know what the rules are here at Odyssey BetQL. I don't know what it says in the HR handbook about relationships at work, but... If the eggnog gets a flowing during the Christmas party and the Dongster and Aaron start talking and he says he hasn't been hitting a lot of his bets lately. And Aaron says, well, I have. And he says, well, good for you. And she says, that's nice of you to say. Would you like another eggnog? And he says, yes. And one thing leads to another. I got that at minus money, my friends. Make it happen. Because let me tell you something there might be a policy against (laughs) human versus human but not human v donkey so i'm for it i am for it
3: (laughs) jenks do you know what i heard i heard that we're not having a company christmas party because of these two they said listen i believe
2: it we cannot
3: have a company christmas party because the tension between these two is palpable. It's crazy. And we need to separate them for as long as possible because I think this romance would be so strong, it would divide the entire network. You know, the Doxer would mm-hmm. want to go to Beck UL Daily. We can't have that. Yeah. Uh, and Aaron would want to join our show. So I think this is the rumor that's floating around. And I think it's our job as the first show in the morning to start rumors about people on the network. Each and every day I we should agree. start a new rumor. About somebody.
0: I agree. And it's like that game Telephone. Like, we start it, mm-hmm. and then people talk about it on the different shows in the network. Next thing you know, who knows? It could be crazy. It could be absolutely crazy. Yeah. Just imagine the donkster asking Aaron's family. I would like to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage. They'd be like, uh, no. Ab- please leave, sir. The door is wide open. Please Please. <laughs> no, he said, not, please. He said, please. I don't know why that's not going to happen. You asked nicely, doctor. I'm sorry, buddy. It's probably a no go for you. Aaron's just being nice. Don't get ahead of yourself there. Let's get ahead of ourselves. Week 16, NFL. Tons of games this weekend. Let's go. Now, Chelsea, the game that you brought up in a previous segment, which we didn't have time to talk about, and I want to get your thoughts on it because it's a fascinating line. We've got the Cowboys going into Miami. And the Dolphins are only a point-and-a-half favorite at home. The Dolphins are also minus 120 on the money line. The Cowboys are even money. Total set at 51. So the Cowboys, who are perfect at home, I believe 7-0 and at home this season. If memory serves, 3-4 and on the road. This is a team that has a losing record on the road. They looked awful in Buffalo. Why are the Cowboys only a point and a half dog? I feel like this number should be larger. What am I missing here?
3: Well, isn't the old adage that the home team gets three points in their favor? So this line is saying this game is basically a pick 'em, right? right? Um, I'm yeah. not sure what to make of this because it feels like you're just picking a winner. Like a point and a half, you know, high yeah. total points are really coming in a premium here. But Dallas has had to play some good teams. Like, I will say that the Bills certainly have really enormous uh, top end potential. Like, we know this, they have a lot of talent on that team. I think the most disconcerting thing with that uh, loss to the Bills was the Cowboys' inability to stop the run, which, you mm-hmm. know, matchup wise with the Dolphins and say, okay, well, the Dolphins are a team that pass. Uh, but the Cowboys have also given up a ton of explosive plays to opposing wide receivers. So I don't know what to make of this game. I think this is a game that I want to watch, but I don't think there's really any play here that I would want to add to the card. Because even looking at the total, 51 mm-hmm. seems high, but you've got to remember this is going to be a warm weather game. Probably the closest thing that you will get to playing in a dome. I have not checked the weather. Maybe that has you know some impact here. But still, I don't think I have a good read here. Is there anything that stands out to you?
0: I'm curious about Jags at the Bucs, and the Bucs are a point favorite in Tampa. Bucs and Jags minus 110, total set at 43. Doesn't this have everything to do with whether or not Trevor Lawrence is going to play because he's in concussion protocol? It has to, because otherwise there's no way. There's no way Tampa would be favored in this game.
3: No, yeah, it has something to do with Trevor Lawrence. So if he plays, obviously, I think this is a good spot for the Jags. And also, mm-hmm. do we think that there is too much being, uh, too much credit being handed to the Tampa Bay Bucs? Baker Mayfield yes. had an incredible week, uh, went on the road to Lambeau Field, first visiting quarterback to ever post a perfect passer rating. But if Baker Mayfield was this quarterback consistently – Wouldn't Mm -hmm. he probably still be with the Browns? Like, I feel like at some point he is going to turn back into the Baker that's been the journeyman quarterback that we've seen for the past few years. So maybe it's like a sell-high spot on the Bucks, but I don't know. When you have a quarterback missing, it can make it really difficult to handicap the game, especially when the line's at one. I hate picking these games. I don't think I I like picking money line games unless I have a really strong feeling on one side, but plus one not doing anything for me i'll
0: tell you a game i like if we're talking money line it's a touch juicy jets minus 155 hosting the commanders now i know the jets are bad and i know they're probably going to start trevor Simeon at quarterback because zach wilson is concussed but man as someone who covers the commanders who follows this team it's just a matter of time before Ron Rivera is fired. Everyone knows this. Ron Rivera knows this. This is not insider knowledge. Everyone knows this. The commanders have lost what? Five straight now. They're out of playoff contention. They're going on the road. And here's the thing. Every single game the commanders play, there is at least, at least one explosive play. And I'm not talking about, oh, that's a 17 yard completion. That's an explosive play, technically. No, I'm talking like wide open Cooper Cup, just like we saw last week against the Rams. There is always someone running free in the secondary, each and every game. And honestly, when you're talking about a total of 38, which is a low total, plays like that, explosive plays, are usually the difference. So. If you're just looking for a money line play, again, touch juicy, but I have zero faith in the Commanders right now. So that's a money line play I will look at just based on a team that I think is just ready to move on and a franchise that is ready to move on.
3: What about the over here? If you believe the Commander's secondary is that bad, Zach Wilson it or is. whoever's playing a quarterback for the Jets should be able to post some points. And what about the Jacoby Brissett factor? Is there a chance he starts? because obviously the commanders actually looked better when he was in the game. As somebody who was on the Rams minus six and a half, I was paying attention to this game and the Mm -hmm. Rams and the commanders game was not close. And then Jacoby Brissett enters the game and all of a sudden there is life to this offense. So does that change the calculus for you at all? Jacoby Brissett possibly starting here.
0: I don't think he starts. He can't. Ron Rivera said, no, he took Sam Howell out. He said it was because Sam was taking so many hits. And Sam Howell has taken a lot of hits this season. Mm -hmm. One of the things he needs to work on is getting rid of the ball sooner. He doesn't like to slide. So he's going to have to learn that because he's taken a lot, just a lot of hard shots this year. But that said, Ron Rivera also said, and was very adamant, Sam is our starter. Sam is our starter. Sam is our starter. But I will say the Commanders now have a decision to make without getting into Commander's talk is that they're going to have a top five pick and they've got to decide if there's a quarterback on the board, you know how this goes, do we actually go with a QB or do we say, look, Sam Howell's still a rookie for all intents and purposes, let's roll with him. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Oh, we just got some breaking news. Did you want to say something, Chelsea? Go right ahead.
3: Well, now I want to hear what the breaking news is. Like, obviously, what I was going to say doesn't matter. If there's breaking news, what is it?
0: That's it's not that breaking. I was being a little facetious here. Ah. Taylor Heineke (laughs) is starting for the Falcons this weekend. Oh, hold on to your butts, folks. Watch out. Oh, they announced it late last night, and I missed it. As a journalist, I am disappointed with myself that I missed the switch from Desmond Ritter To Taylor Heineke, Double D, you old dog. Double D is an expert in many different things. Beard coloring, Penn State football, sound, audio, and also Atlanta Falcons football. And Double D, the Colts are laying two points in Atlanta. The Colts are minus 130. The Falcons are plus 110. The total is 44. So as someone on this network who follows the Atlanta Falcons, how does this move the needle for you? I do know you hate Desmond Ritter.
1: I'd say maybe a half point. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an I,
0: arbitrary thing to say. I don't know, a half point.
1: I, it, it's, th- it, it, it's Heineke. You know, you've, you've seen him for the last, what, three, four years? Moxie he's got moxie but this is a this is a desperate ploy by a desperate head coach desperately trying mm-hmm. to save his desperate job <sighs> was that enough desperation
0: yeah see so you're on the Colts you'd lay it with the Colts
1: I'd absolutely Less than a field goal I'd absolutely lay it with the Colts they looked they looked good against Pittsburgh uh they've looked good the last two weeks Minsu Magic is all about doing Minsu Magic things. So, right now, yeah, I'd 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 take the Colts down in Atlanta. It seems like that team has absolutely given up on Arthur Smith. I think, even though Arthur Black came out and said he was he was retained for next season, I think that mind might change very very quickly.
3: A uh, sabotage factor. Haven't the Falcons been a lot better at home this year? Like at least Much. they're decent at home. I think Bill brought up this point the other day. Like I'm not playing the Falcons. Like I'm not att- attaching myself to that wagon, but is there anything there that you'd be nervous about playing the Colts here?
1: No, I truly do believe this team is, I truly do believe this team is, <laughs> is given up on Arthur Smith. It When you go and play granted, they're not as good away f- as they are at home, But when you lose to the worst team in the NFL and do not look good at all, where there was no home field advantage because no one showed up in Carolina at all to watch this game, yeah, you're done. You're toast. I have nothing else to say, but bring on the next head coach, and please, for the love of God, draft a quarterback.
0: That's a good way to go out, Double D. All right, Chelsea, I'll hand it off to you now. What is another game that piques your interest on the board? And by the way, we have three games on Monday night, which is Raiders, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, Ravens, 49ers. I know we've touched on that as well. What's another game that you think is maybe something you might bet on?
3: What about the Ravens and the Niners? I think Ah. this is possibly a Super Bowl preview. Like, wasn't this the conspiracy theory? That, you know, the colors of the Super Bowl logo reflect whoever is going to be in the Super Bowl this year. And what do you know? It's purple and red. So we've got the Ravens getting five and a half points on the road here. I'm not somebody who wants to stand in front of the Niners. But if the Ravens truly are the cream of the crop in the AFC, which it looks like they are, one would think maybe they can keep it close here. I don't know, though like don't the Niners look like they're you know out to out for blood this season no team looks more dominant than the Niners and especially at home Whew.
0: I would love to see I can't wait to see how the result of this game impacts the MVP race because if Brock Purdy mm-hmm. struggles and Lamar balls out or vice versa we will see a massive shift coming up next on the show he's always on the nice list The host of BetQL, send it in. PJ Glass will tell us who's getting his money on this Tuesday. You know it. The Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM.
2: Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the daily tip, presented by Bet MGM, with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network.
0: Double D, one time. Mm hmm. Let's go. Welcome back The Daily Tip from EQM. presented are by BetMGM. One more. Coming up in just moments. You know him as the host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East. Our friend PJ Glass will be along with his early betting card. Before we get to that, oh, it's time. We are right in the middle of the seven days of parlays at BetMGM. Oh, it's so easy to do. Follow these instructions. So simple. You hop on to BetMGM.com. You log into the app. You go and click the tab, seven days of parlays, and then you get your parlay boost tokens to use on select parlays and same-game parlays during the promotion. You score an even bigger payout if you win your parlay with the token activated. And today, we're talking NHL. Happy holidays from the king of sportsbooks. So here's what we're going to do. Chelsea is not one to bet on hockey, but she is today. So I'm going to give two legs. Chelsea's going to add one, and then we're going to cash. First bet on the card, Avs three-way money line, taking on the Blackhawks, minus 145 in the Windy City. You got to fade the Blackhawks. Guys, come on. The Avs' third highest scoring team in the NHL, the Blackhawks ranked 30th overall chicago has lost four straight easy fate of the hawks colorado money line in the windy city and we're taking the ruins on the money line minus 190 hosting the wild good spot for boston they have not played since saturday this is the back end of a back-to-back for minnesota the wild are two and eight Straight up in their last 10 games against the Bees, Bruins 10-1 straight up in their last 11 opponents from the Western Conference. Also, the Wild this season on the back end of a back-to-back 0-4. Bruins minus 190. So, we need one more leg, Chelsea, and I am going to tap in to your hockey expertise. What is the third leg of this parlay?
3: Well, I live in Nashville, so let's go Preds. Three-way money line, plus 140. If I'm giving a pick with zero research on the show, it's at least going to be plus money. So we will do that. I have heard a rumor that the Preds are doing well. I don't know. Most people go there just to drink and see people playing catfish on the ice, but I don't know. It's a rumor I've heard, and I've chosen to believe it without any research. There you go. Preds plus 140, three-way money line.
0: That adds up to plus 519, more than 5-1. to one. And, Chelsea, I have to say, I've heard a lot of hockey analysis, and that might Oof. be the best handicap I've ever heard. Watch this bad numbers. boy come home. Of all of the parlays <laughs> we've put together going into the numbers, watch this bad boy hit. Speaking of bad boys, let's bring in P.J. Glazer.
1: Giving out his plays.
0: Fires for the end zone. Touchdown! Props. Jackson checks it himself. Look at him dart back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! Now he's got an entourage! And he's got a touchdown!
1: Parlays for today. All right.
2: That's the one. Parlay.
0: Parlay. It's PJ Glasser. When I say bad, I don't mean on the Nida list. I mean, bad, always providing the early week picks that we love. He is the co-host of Sunday's Bets every Sunday from 12 to 4 in the East. Also host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East. PJ, good morning to you. Do you ever bet hockey? I feel like you know hockey, or am I just kind of on an island by myself here? Now with Chelsea, who has become a professional hockey better
4: love playoff hockey jinx love betting playoff mm-hmm. hockey it's probably one of the sport uh, the best sports to bet just because of all the plus money angles that you can get in the regular season i pick and choose my spots if i'm going to a game maybe then i'll bet it or you know if it's a quiet night in other sports and and i want some action to bet on then uh, i'll dabble in hockey but usually i just tell you and clearly now i'm going to have to I'm going to have to uh, tail Chelsea as well, because like you said, top tier analysis. Let's go Preds tonight, huh? Let's go.
3: Yeah. You heard all the numbers I referenced. Not a single one. There was not a single stat or metric mentioned in that handicap. And I like to keep it that way, because isn't it like a man's sport? Like men don't want to do that. You know, they're hockey guys. We feel like we're going to win. Yeah, so I'm going to take the Preds there. All right, so let's get to some of these NFL games because we have a whole slew of games, and we have several on Christmas even. Let's get to the Bills and the Chargers. PJ, this one made the cut for my teaser, so I'm taking the Bills minus 5.5 on the road at the Chargers, but what about this line straight up? line straight up is 11.5. It's a big number, but the Bills have been playing really well. Are you buying in to Buffalo I
4: am buying into Buffalo. I certainly think they're one of the three best teams in the NFL. However, this week, Chelsea, I do not think they're going to cover that big number. They opened at 14, which was way Mm. too high, right? And I think this is a great spot for the Chargers to keep it close because everybody just watched them give up 63 points on Thursday night to the Raiders. But I think that was a one-time thing. That was all about that team clearly just didn't want to play for Staley anymore. They showed that. Now I think this is where the owner steps in, management steps in, and they say, all right, now you guys are playing for jobs. Like that performance can't happen again. Buffalo, meanwhile, think about all the good teams that they've had to play back-to-back-to-back weeks at Philly, at Kansas City, home against Dallas. Next week's a revenge game against New England. Then you play the Dolphins potentially for the AFC East at the end of the year. Where is the game where the Bills kind of catch their breath? Where's the letdown game? It feels like it's this week against the Chargers. So again, this opened at fourteen. It's down to eleven and a half. We know that's not public money bringing down that line. That is sharp professional money that's brought that two and a half three points down. So give me the give me the Chargers to keep it close. I like them plus eleven and a half
0: okay pj let's head to the nfc now lions and vikings and lions finally got back on track last week the vikings are doing the old switcheroo at quarterback what do you like here
4: This is all about a historical narrative play of taking Minnesota plus three. If the Lions win this game, guys, then they clinch the NFC North Division for the first time in like 30 years. And I just refuse to believe that they're going to make it that easy on their fans. Like, there's just no way that that's going to happen. They still have to play Minnesota twice, and then they get Dallas sandwiched in between that. So... Even though, obviously, it's very likely they do win the division, they they still have some work to do. Nice win against Denver last week. Minnesota should have won that game against the Bengals. They're fighting for their playoff lives. But this is just about one of those spots where I look at the Lions, and obviously they're a franchise that hasn't had too much success. They can clinch their division. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win against the Vikings and I just don't think they're going to make it that easy on their on their fan base that has had to suffer for all these years. So give me the Vikings plus the three.
3: Ooh, fading the Lions on another holiday. Didn't the Lions lose on Thanksgiving? They did. God, God, the Detroit the fans have it the worst. They did. Ugh. <laughs> all right. Well, another game on the slate. We've got the Jags and the Bucks. Uh, the Jags are getting a point here on the road at Tampa Bay. We have big questions about Trevor Lawrence, if he's going to play in this one. But let me say that Trevor Lawrence did not look good in that game against Baltimore. What's your take here on the Jags, on Trevor Lawrence, and maybe your best bet from this game?
4: Yeah, this is my best bet of the entire week is the Jags on the money line, minus 110. I think if these two teams played two weeks ago, the Jags are favored by three, three and a half in this game. But because Tampa's had two road wins in a row against Atlanta and Green Bay, Jacksonville has lost three straight. Now this game is a pick 'em. I think Jacksonville's clearly the better team. You mentioned Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, he's dealing with that ankle sprain. He hasn't looked great as of late, but also look at like who the Jags have played. I mean, they've played at Cleveland. Who's got a great defense, really tough to beat at home. They played the Ravens. Who's one of the best teams in the NFL. It's not like they're losing, uh, you know, Carolina and Arizona. Like they're losing to some of the top teams in the league. So I think right now, the perception around the Jags is that, They're really not as bad as maybe we perceive them to be right now. The Buccaneers are a team that I just want to sell high on because, you know, Baker Mayfield's been playing great football. Jacksonville's also one of those teams that they're just a lot better on the road than they are at home. So, again, two, three weeks ago, if we're betting this game, Jacksonville's three, three and a half. Now we're betting it here in week 16. It's a pick To me, all the value right here is, is on the Jags in a coin flip. I like uh, I like Jacksonville, guys. Probably my favorite bet of the week. We're talking with P.J.
0: Glasser. He is the host of Send It In each and every weekday on the BetQL Network at 1 o'clock in the East. Make sure you check that out. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about this next game because we've been discussing it quite a bit. The Dolphins are at home hosting the Cowboys, and Miami is laying a point and a half. It seems short, but the Cowboys,
4: as good as they are at home, We're still very talented, but awful on the road. So what's the play here? Guys, I love this stat that I saw on Twitter. The Cowboys are 12-1 and one against the spread after a loss since the start of the 2021 Ooh. season. They are a bounce-back team, right? We talk about that with the Lions all the time and how good Dan Campbell and the Lions have been off a loss. We don't really think of Dallas that way. 12-1, and one, th- that's, that's a pretty big number, right? And it's not like they just lost. They got embarrassed to Buffalo. I love, too, after that game, you hear Micah Parsons, you hear Dak, you hear Mike McCarthy. They know all the questions are coming about them on the road, and why are they so different on the road than they are at home? I, I like that we're, we're getting a team like that who's going back on the road this week against a good opponent. They're out to prove that, that they can win one of these games on the road, and you know what? They got an extra jolt last night with Philadelphia's loss to Seattle. They thought Probably are the division's out of reach right now. Philly's going to win that game against Seattle, and we're just going to have to, you know, compete for the top wild card spot. Now they could still win the division; they're still right there. Miami, I-, I think that that Dallas pass rush could give Tua and that offense some trouble, but Dallas is a great bounce back team. The way they got embarrassed against the Bills, I think they're out to prove that they can compete in one of these road games. So, uh, I like Dallas. Wouldn't surprise me if this game by Sunday closes at a pick'em or if Dallas is even favored.
3: What was that stat again? That was a really good one. 12-1 yeah. against the spread off a loss since when?
4: The start of 2021. Ooh.
3: I wonder yeah. if that has to do with the fact that when Dallas loses, they get crushed by, like, the mainstream media. You know, they're such, like, a team that people talk about oh, that yeah. maybe the narrative goes too far one way. Uh, great stat, though, uh, for that one. But the game of the week could be a Super Bowl preview, at least, you know, what it's looking like in the NFL right now. Ravens, Niners, a massive game for your team, PJ. They're getting five and a half. What's the play here?
4: The disrespect, Chelsea, five and a half. No, I completely understand, right? I mean, the Niners are a machine. They're at home. Uh, This line, I think, is perfectly set. I just gave you the Dallas stat. I'll give you another one about the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, 19-1, and 1, straight up in his career against the NFC. When Lamar plays the NFC, you just take the Ravens. Think about what they've done, too, to the NFC this season, what they did to Detroit, what they did to Seattle. On the flip side, look at the 49ers and how they've kind of played against the AFC North this season, right? Lost at Cleveland, lost against Cincinnati. They've struggled with this division a little bit with the AFC North brand of football where they want to run, be physical. Lamar is incredible as an underdog in his career against the spread as well. Think San Francisco wins the game. That Keaton Mitchell injury for the Ravens not having that speed running back I think is going to hurt them in a game like this. But it's, it's going to be an awesome football game. And until another team can show me that they can beat Lamar from the NFC, somebody can show me that they can blow out the Ravens. The Ravens have been leading by in 90% of the minutes in their games this season. They don't trail very often. Five and a half a half's a lot of points. I like Baltimore to keep it close. Give me the five and a half. All right. Finally, PJ, who was your pick for Survivor this week? Uh, So, we are going with Buffalo. I do think the Chargers can keep it close. I think it's going to be a one-possession game. Chelsea said she has them in a teaser. I think that should be good. Feels like Buffalo wins this game by, like, 7 or 10 points. They're just way too talented. I mean, Easton Stick's still playing for the Chargers. I don't think L.A. wins the game. Buffalo, obviously... They still need to get into the postseason. I think everybody agrees if they do get in, they're good enough to win the whole thing. But they still got to get there first. And, you know, this is the NFL. It's like you go through that gauntlet. You beat Kansas City. You beat Dallas. Well, you got to make sure you don't have a complete letdown and and give it all back with a loss to the Chargers. So I, uh, I do think Buffalo wins the game, but I like the Chargers to cover that spread.
0: Make sure you check him out as host of Sunday's Bets every Sunday from 12 to 4 in the East and host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock Eastern. It is our friend P.J. Glasser. P.J., we appreciate the time and good luck this week, my friend.
4: You guys as well. Go Preds. We need Chelsea's hockey handicaps to be on point. Let's go.
0: Yes, we do. Let's go. I used to do a one-minute minor. Chelsea, guess what? You're about to take over that segment. It's going to be all you. The people
3: it's going Give me 15 seconds. 15 <laughs> seconds.
0: I hear you. They like to drink beer and throw catfish. Presidents Coming up next here on the show, Chelsea has suggested her first ever hockey pick, but will either of us have the guts to bet our parlay? Best bets coming your way. It's a daily tip from Beck UL presented by BetMGM. And it is next. It's everybody QL presented by ben MGM. Always great to have you along with us. Marching towards Christmas season. That's bets coming your way. Very shortly. So Chelsea, yesterday you were making, or are you making cookies today, or you made them already, right? Now you just have to drop them off. Is that mm-hmm. correct?
3: Yes, and past you're excited. uh, that's past what since. I was doing last night. Uh, and of course, I waited too long. I didn't realize how long it took to make cookies. Because I started at, like, 7, and I was watching mm-hmm. Monday Night Football. I was like, oh, you know, I can turn on the game and do this. But by the time you roll out all the dough and, like, make the shapes, and then you got to put them yeah. in the oven, and then you got to wait for them to cool, and then you got to frost <clears> them, <throat> and then you've got to find the sprinkles. It's a lot of things. Like, from now yeah. on out, I need to sign up on the sign-up sheet for something that I don't need to make. Like, I should have signed up for juice boxes. I should have signed up for Cheetos because that's what I did last year. And I avoided this whole nonsense. I will say the cookies taste good because isn't it against the rule to, like, make something and not at least have one of the thing that you made? I've had a cookie, and they're good. Yes,
0: That's all that matters. I don't care how a cookie looks. I care how it tastes. You can have the most grandiose-looking cookie on the planet, and I'll be like, oh, this looks great. And then you bite into it, and it's like, oh. Tastes like plastic. That's no good. Give me a gross cookie on the outside, but a delicious cookie on the inside. I think you're on the right track here.
3: But the problem is also the cookie dough. Man, do mm. I love cookie dough. I think that is the most dangerous thing I can have in my refrigerator. Like, what yeah. is the most dangerous thing you could have in your refrigerator? Something that, like, you're going to go bananas on and overeat.
0: Wings. Wings wangs i will eat oh, no. wangs at, and you asked i'm saying i will eat buffalo wings in the morning i'll eat them cold i'll eat them warm i'll eat them hot i'll eat them in the middle of the night whatever i can eat buffalo wings every day with blue cheese that's where i go instead of ranch and i would never get tired of them ever
3: i don't think wings are that bad for you though are they Like, cause that's the problem with cookie dough. It's like, you shouldn't be having a lot of cookie dough. I don't think it's on the food pyramid on foods that you should be having with every, meal, correct?
0: Correct. Cookie dough. No. (laughs) You don't want to start getting in a habit where you have food with a side of cookie dough. It's like, I'm going to have a sandwich. You want a side of cookie dough with that? Oh, let me tell you something. When I worked in Bethesda every day, I got a cookie. And I gained some weight because every day – and it wasn't one of those like, oh, here's a cookie. I'm talking one of those massive, fresh, soft cookies made daily. Oh, my God. Every, and I couldn't I couldn't resist it. They'd be like, cookie, Michael? I'd be like, yep, let's do it. And so I'd have a deli sandwich and then chips and a cookie. And, and then some days I, I'd have to say, Michael, you have to take a break from the cookie today. You have to. Oh, they were so good. Yeah, cookies are tough. You're right about that. The more I think about it, now I'm having like these flashbacks. Like, yeah, there was a time when it was a cookie a day for me. Like it was a vitamin or something.
3: But I love sweets. Like I have to end every meal with a dessert. Like I will eat a salad all day, but I definitely have to have something sweet at the end. And everybody has their vices. Like my husband likes fried food, but I would rather eat a healthy meal and save calories Mm -hmm. for dessert.
0: Hmm. Okay. I think that's fair just go ahead and eat them fill up and then you don't worry about dessert what or am i misunderstanding no, so you're saving ca- so you're saving calories for the dessert
3: yes like i'm okay. saying i have that to makes have dessert more sense. after every meal oh
0: you have to i thought you were saying like i will fill myself up with health food so that i can resist a dessert i was like oh that sounds torturous don't ever do that no. okay i like your strategy a absolutely lot absolutely
3: not Oh,
0: thank God. Thank God. Okay, coming up next on Bad QL Daily, Michael Felder, college football analyst, will join the show and get you ready for the college football playoff and bowl season as well. If you missed our conversation with P.J. Glasser and why he likes the Jags to cover the number this week in the NFL, in fact, get all of his early Week 16 picks. Just download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's pick some winners. Time to
1: place your bets.
0: Chelsea, you're 1-0. You've been doing fantastically. What is the play tonight?
3: I am going for a play in college hoops tonight, and this line has been a moving during the show. I'm going to take Sanford minus nine and a half at Valparaiso. This line was just nine, you know, 30 minutes ago. So clearly, we're seeing some money come in on the Bulldogs, and probably for good reason. Sanford, winners of nine straight games, offense firing on all cylinders, ranking in the top 30 an effective field goal percentage they just beat belmont 99 to 93 they're shooting 40 percent from the three-point line and 76 percent from the free throw line they're not leaving points off the board which is what you need when you're covering a big number and speaking of uh if you want a team to cover a large spread you need the second unit to be good as well and in this case, it certainly is. Sanford actually ranks uh, top five in the nation in bench points. They are a very complete oh. team. The last time they played Valparaiso, they beat them by 30 just last season, 79-49. to You look at Valparaiso, I feel like their offense can't really compete with what Sanford is bringing to the table right now. Valparaiso ranks 340th an effective field goal percentage. So I'll take Sanford at the big number here on the road, laying the nine and a half.
0: You know where I'm going. Let's head to the ice, baby. Oilers, money line, minus 135 at the Isles. Yes, the Isles have a better record, but that is a bit of a misnomer because Edmonton has been a completely different team since their coaching change, despite losing their past two. Oilers have won their previous two meetings with the Isles this season, scoring four goals each time. And Edmonton, seven and three in their last 10 games featuring these clubs. There is a massive shot differential as well. I think that is a difference. Oilers, money line, minus 135 is the play.
3: Ooh, we love some hockey. And by we, I mean you. Maybe the eight ball. Ha! <laughs>
0: Let us gaze upon the glorious magic eight ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters?
3: <laughs> hey, ball, do you like our plays today? If you're new here, we ask an eight ball that we got from the toy store if he likes our picks each and every day. So, eight ball, do we like Sanford laying nine and a half on the road at Valparaiso? A ball says most likely. We like that answer. Hmm. How about Jenks hockey play that I was definitely paying attention to, and I'm not scrolling the rundown (laughs) right now. Looks like it's the Oilers money line. I knew it. Minus 135 at the Islanders. A-ball, what do we think? A-ball says signs point to yes.
0: Yeah, A-ball, come on want to check out the eight ball if you want to stream all of the fantastic shows on the BetQL network, twitch.tv slash BetQL. One and done, Chelsea. You just always have to double check.
3: Yeah, that's it. That's it for me.
0: All right. I'm going to play the first two legs of our hockey parlay. Good luck to your Preds. But I'm going a little more conservative here. Av's money line. Bruins money line. Guys, plus money. Plus 114. Love the Avs in this spot taking on the Blackhawks. Come on, guys. Holy Lord. Avs, third highest scoring team in National Hockey League, while the Blackhawks ranked 30th, and Chicago has lost four straight. Easy fade of Chicago, Colorado money line, and Bruins money line. This is the back end of a back to back for Minnesota. They are 0 4 in this spot this season. The Bruins should be rested. They haven't played since Saturday. Bruins are 10 and 1 straight up in their last 11 against opponents from the Western Conference and the Wild are 2 and 8 in their last 10 games against the Bruins. Bruins money line -190, put that together as money line, Bruins money line Plus 114. I am also putting a sprinkle on the Avs three way money line, minus 145. I mentioned the disparity between these two teams. You can even be a casual hockey fan and understand that I like Colorado in a route in regulation. Again, minus 145. All right, let's do your BetQL five star best bet for insight, trends, analysis, videos articles whatever you need to become a more educated better you can download the new and improved betql app all right dogster it's your time to shine what do you got good morning maple leaves money line hosting the rangers i'm also playing in the nba bucks. Minus 16 and a half hosting the Spurs because Victor Wimbenanana is not playing. Well, that is a butchering Hell that it. I did not think I would hear this morning. And now coming up next, I'll bet you a daily, my favorite host, Aaron Hunt. Oh, I'm sorry, Dongster. <laughs> I know you have a love affair with Aaron, but it's Oh, it's Joe. Oh, Dogster. <laughs> Rude. Wow. So, I'm sorry, Joe. Wow. Yesterday, the Dogster introduced Aaron, and Aaron came right back, and it felt like there was kind of a budding love affair. I don't want to put that out there, but it felt that way to me.
1: Wow. <laughs> I think there's something called that. I'm not
3: I don't know what it would be called. Uh that's <laughs> BC I guess. No, maybe that's it. No, know. we're starting the rumors know. on the show and that's why yeah. we're starting. I'll ask Aaron about that one. Yeah, minutes. ask ask Aaron.
1: Ask she would Aaron. know. She would know. I, I mean honestly. <laughs> we have had the dis- discussion many times on the air. Who, who oh, good, is the good. horniest good, good, person good, good. on the network? And uh, what? i go
3: back to her. <laughs> You've yes. had that discussion on the network? Sure. God, did you I you to see- listen to your show more often. Remember? Huh? Did, did you guys do a video
1: a month ago when Trista Crick was doing all kinds of dances and there was grinding going on? Oh, wow. no? no. What? I gotta- you guys are up too early.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought this show was on Becky. I didn't know it was on OnlyFans. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Joe, Oh, fantastic. Great hair, hey, whatever. As takes. always. Whatever it takes, takes. come on. It's early. Let's get up and get going. That's going to do it for us here on The Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. I'll tell you something, it's a surprise each and every single day, isn't it? (laughs) She's Chelsea. I'm Jenks for the entire crew here. Have a fantastic Tuesday. We'll see you.
2: You've been listening to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. (laughs)